the volume. Happy Wednesday. We're all kinds of jacked up. I cannot wait to get into today's podcast. Welcome back to Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I am so excited to jump all in. I'm feeling cheeky, gorgeous, brilliant, like I just had some Joe Rogan alpha brain. Flip the backwards, Maddie Staff cap back. We're diving into some NFL futures. We got a Thursday NBA draft degenerate order for you. Yes, that is right. A little one, two, three, four. Connect four with it on FanDuel. That's right. Thursday, July 29th. That's tomorrow. Happy birthday to my brother, Matty Monaco. Killing it. We have a unbelievable lock for you. I can't believe we're getting it. I'm going right in. Let's start and a re. And just to quickly rehash, timing is everything. When Harry met Sally, said it before, Aaron Rodgers throws a freaking pump fake of the century with that three-fourths of the way to a man bun. Says he's retiring. He ain't retiring. I said it already. Shout out to Brums for cutting up the clip. Look, you don't get married or engaged, if you want to call it, and then hang it up. Sherlock Holmes with it, Shailene Woodley, booked out on IMDb through 2022. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize this guy was coming into the Packers facility, whether he was in freaking rainbow flip-flops, just like my relative socks with sandals showing up to a function. It doesn't matter. This was going to happen. It was sealed. Aaron Rodgers wasn't hanging it up. Aaron Rodgers was never on his way to Del Boca Vista Phase 4. And I, on the Olympic basketball note, felt that Watanabe and Hachimura were going to be enough to cover the 18 disrespectful spread that FanDuel gave going against Spain. And yes, Ricky Rubio and Marcus All could not cover. And we absolutely cashed that puppy, Nigeria, dancing against Germany, almost 2-1. to one. Hi, how are you? If you tailed, if you enjoyed, please subscribe, rate, review. It means a lot. It truly does. We are all but number one on iTunes when you type in sports gambling. That's right. It takes a gambling village and a gambling village. We are getting ready to get into it. So without further ado, let's get into our lock of the day. This is signed, sealed, cover of Madden, curse has been busted last year. You already know, Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion for the seventh time. They're Tweedledee, Tweedledum, death taxes and Tommy Tampa ain't going two times on a wild card. Back to the playoffs. He's got Drew Brees now chilling in Ron Burgundy land where I grew up, San Diego. There is clear skies ahead in the NFC South. And it is the lock of the century. The Bucks, not to be confused with Giannis Chick-fil-A 50 Nugget Bucks. This is the B-U-C-S Tampa Bay Champa Bay Buccaneers to win the NFC South. Swallow the jangle juice, minus 195. It is a 
absolute luck of the century. I'm going to say it twice. This is a historic roster. Think about this. Not only did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make NFL history, winning a Super Bowl in their own stadium, first team to ever do that. But Tom Brady, the leader of men, Gerald Butler 300 with it, Russell Crowe gladiator with it, whatever you want to chalk it up, this man got all 22 starters back in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform. 22 starters returning from Chris Godwin all the way down to the last man to sign his Johnny Hancock, Ndamukong Sue. In an NFL salary cap era where people are dip dodge ducking and diving into more money, Tom Brady, at a cool 43 years old, said, you know what? We're running it back on the beer pong table. We are on the sticks, and if you're at a party, we ain't giving them up. Come on, baby! This is already sealed. Think about it. Coming off an 11-win season, and I know this is a 17-game schedule. I went down every single game. We will zip through it. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-cash. This Bucks team has virtually no competition in the entire NFC South. I love them over 11.5 on FanDuel wins at minus 150, taking the over. Yes, I'm Costanza double dipping, but come on, man. The Falcons, the Panthers, and the new look Saints without Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. How good of a coach is Sean Payton? You're about to find out real quick. Not only is this the theme of the episode, but the theme of the NFL. It's a quarterback's league. Yes, Sean Payton is phenomenal at what he does, but can he get Jameis and Taysom to edge out Tommy Tampa with all 22 teams returning? Look, I know. This is a league that doesn't go back-to-back. This isn't the NBA where you're seeing the Warriors versus LeBron year after year after year. This is a league that since the early 00s, the Patriots were the last team to go 96-97. Jordan back-to-back with it. Shout out to Drake Lyric. It's a combination of the schedule and it's a combination of the competition. Let's start out with the athletic ranking their win totals and strength of schedule went down every single team in the NFL. And I hate to tell you folks, but the defending champion Tampa Bay Bucks, right alongside the Eagles, Jags, and Colts are tied for the second easiest schedule in the NFL. 141 combined wins of their opponents. Show me my Lil Wayne opponent. This team won four straight last season, swept on the road, everyone in their path, and won a Super Bowl at home. And let's take a peek. Just a couple of things to note before we dive in. The Bucs' schedule, it doesn't include any runs of more than two consecutive games at home or on the road. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Now, they will not have a game at home for nearly a month in the middle of the season, but I will say this. 
out of 17 games, there's only seven games against teams that were in the postseason last year and only one in the first six weeks. Let's go headfirst into the DMs, shall we? Let's get on our Chris Berman here. First four, first four. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, the Bucks have been scheduled for the maximum number of nationally televised primetime games again. Check, please. Here we go. First four, Dallas, Falcons, Rams, Pats, three and one. Three and one. Ain't no ways going to New England and catching an L. I could maybe see the Rams playing some unbelievable defense and catching a win. Ain't no way they beat Dallas last year. And the Falcons are absolutely mediocre at best on a great day. Are going to beat Tom Brady. He knows the importance of divisional wins. You look at the next four. Miami, Eagles, Chicago, Saints. Smells like three and one. And then a perfectly timed bye right there coming into a Washington football team. Giants, Colts, Atlanta, four. Three-fourths into the schedule. That's another three and one. And they end with Buffalo, the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets, and the Panthers again. D-Y-K. Tom Brady, 32-3 and against the Bills all time. Buffalo ain't beating Tommy Tampa in a new uniform in a new conference. He will maybe, maybe split against Carolina. I don't see it. Maybe he loses one game in the division this year. And the Jets, he has called a little brother his entire AFC East career. Staples, button, easy. This smells like a 13-4 and four season. Do I dare say 14-3? and three. We end our soapbox with this. Over-unders in the South. Falcons seven and a half, Carolina seven and a half, Saints nine. No one believes this division, who, oh, by the way, last year was abysmal. The NFC South was a two horse race last year. The Falcons were four and 12, the Panthers were five and 11. I get it, Sam Darnold coming in. It ain't going to be out the gate firing. This isn't the NBA. You got to build rapport. You got to build chemistry. Tom Brady's in a win now mentality. This is the freaking lock of the year. Tampa winning the South, returning all 22 starters. Enjoy them in Madden. Enjoy them in the real world. Lock of the day. Let's keep it swing moving. All right, we switch gears and we get on our NBA draft degenerate special segment order of the top four in the NBA draft coming in. You got the Pistons drafting first, Rockets playing off of them, Cleveland going third, and the Raptors, believe it or not, are sitting there in the four spot. Let's dive in because I see this, and I apologize because I thought for a cup of coffee, Evan Mobley out of USC, a shape-shifting center that has upside of more than DeAndre Ayton, in my humble opinion, would have maybe gone to the Rockets because, yes, worst rebounding team in the league versus giving up the most rebounds. But 
I saw something yesterday. I got to adjust. This is what we do. We read and react. You got to read the defense out here. Dribble with your head up out in these streets, on and off the court. All right. Minus 6,000 on FanDuel. Cade Cunningham is going number one. All right. Let's not outthink the room. This is happening. It might be a last second pump fake out of Detroit. The books often tell you what's happening. And Cunningham out of Oklahoma State was sensational last year, averaging 26 and 1.6 steals per game. Shot 40% from Curry range. He's six foot eight. The guy is the perfect body type for today's NBA. It's going to be hard to pass up. Cade Cunningham, number one. And the books are telling us it's Trevor Lawrence round two. Now, this is where it gets interesting because I did have Mobley flirting with going to the Rockets because they need some help on the post. But... This Jalen Green workout he had yesterday with the Rockets, it seems to be a swipe right on Tinder, people. The Rockets are an exciting team. They get out and run. They play hard. I think it would be a good fit if it happened. End quote. Jalen Green talking about his workout two days before the draft in H-Town. This dude, six foot five, obviously did not play college ball. So if you're not an NBA junkie, you may not have heard of Jalen Green. But he averaged 17.9 on 46 field goal percentage, 36.5 from three, four boards, 2.8 assists, and 15 games in the G League bubble. And I got to be honest, this guy's got an NBA game. He's been an NBA prospect for years and he went the road less traveled. You got to tip your fro to him. So on that note, I'm going to read the room. I'm looking at the draft. I'm looking at the number two overall draft pick odds. On FanDuel, it's got Jalen Green at minus 360. Minus 360 to go second overall. The Houston Rockets pairing him with Kevin Porter Jr. And Evan Mobley sitting there at plus 290. I can't do it. I got to swap. I got to go with JG, and it's going to be green in a red rocket uniform going second overall. Moving on down to three, Evan Mobley to the Cavs. I actually love it on paper. You pair him with Jared Allen. All of a sudden, you got Darius Garland, couple of other pieces. If Kevin Love can remain serviceable, they got Terry on Prince. And if Sexton stays, This team should not be unwatchable. This is the Pac-12 player of the year, Pac-12 defensive player of the year, and Pac-12 freshman of the year. This is only the second player from a major conference to win all three of those awards his freshman year since 2012, and the only other player to do it, A.D., Anthony Davis, ladies and gentlemen. And think about it like this. Mobley is a winner. The guy helped the Trojans reach their fourth only ever Elite Eight in school history. Their first since 2001. Do we give an OJ Mayo shout out? I think not. This guy puts up numbers. He runs the court up and down exactly like you would want a seven-foot man to run it. He's going to be a plug-and-play, immediate, productive piece for the Cavs. I think in rebuild mode over there in Cleveland, he actually fits the part gorgeously. And wrapping it up, Jalen Suggs, the 6'4", 6'6", wingspan, 20-year-old out of Mark Fuse, Gonzaga's program, coming off the average in 14.4, shot 50% from the field, 33.7 three-point percentage, 
five boards, four and a half assists, and almost two steals a freaking game. Yes, his weakness is turnovers. But if you think about what the Raptors need on this Kyle Lowry come to an unbelievable Villanova end, you got to say to yourself, Freddie Van Fleet, coupled with Jalen Suggs, this guy's got bounce like he jumps on a trampoline out there. He's got the clutch gene. He's got dog. He is certainly a two-way player. This is everything that the Raptors embody. And I think Jalen Suggs is a gorgeous, gorgeous fit in Toronto. And on that note, as long as Scotty Barnes doesn't screw us and go fourth to the Raptors, which I hope he doesn't, Cunningham going once, Green going second, Mobley going third, and Suggs going fourth. On FanDuel, which you can pick, it's a first four exact order. Degenerate, pull it out, pull the trigger, let's get it popping. Minus 138, wham, bam, thank you, Ella Shaq Kazam. Thank you. That's our degenerate segment. Let's keep it swing moving. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new users up with an epic summer bonus. Just place your first bet on any summer game sport risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. To get you started, here are my picks. USA Men's Basketball. Give me the gold. USA Women's Soccer. Consider it a lock. But you could bet on any event. Baseball, soccer, track and field, and more. Promotions like this are just one of the reasons why I love betting with America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel is easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts. We're talking get paid in as little as 24 hours. So download the FanDuel Sportsbook app with promo code MONACO and go for the gold today. That's promo code MONACO. Disclaimer. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Minimum bet $10. Max bonus $200. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700 Colorado, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Virginia, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET, West Virginia. Well, back to the NFL on a prop shop pick. I don't like it. I McDonald's, love it. The Hawks on the over. That's the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Danger Wilson going nowhere anytime soon. Look, sometimes arguing with your mate is healthy. 
Pete Carroll and him, they've been chewing gum and smiling like they're freaking doing PR for a Marvel movie. Sometimes you gotta get a little old school De Niro Pacino in somebody's face and start arguing, chirping. Everybody's got different communication and love language, but I think if there was such a thing as healthy, that was healthy. And here's the key stat, because the over-under, believe it or not, is 10 wins for the Seattle Seahawks on FanDuel. 10 wins. It started at 9.5. 9.5, I would have doubled down. 10, I still love it. Listen to this. That's a 10 wins. The juice is right there on a flip a coin. Minus 110 on the over. Minus 110 on the under. Seahawks over 10 wins. 12-4 and four last year. 4-2 and two in the division. Five and one if it wasn't for that insane overtime win that the Cardinals had in the first third of the season. If you remember that, Kyler Murray went berserk to pull that off. But here's the key stat that I love. Since 2012, Russell Wilson has helped the Seattle Seahawks secure nine or more wins every single season. Nine years in a row. Nine years in a row, they have won nine or more wins. The Seattle Seahawks have the easiest strength of schedule per Vegas' win totals in the entire NFL. 137.5. I just told you Tommy Tampa's Bucks are second. Guess who's first? The Seahawks. My goodness gracious, they're going against teams that average 8.1 wins per team overall on the year. Russell Wilson threw for 40 touchdowns last year. Only him, Brady, and Rodgers threw for 40 or more all season long last year. They bring back my boy Carlos Dunlap, which they absolutely should have. Kenny Hyder comes in. They bring in Alden Smith. Yes, he's been back and forth on and off the field for better or for worse, but The pass rush should be improved, and I love that they re-signed Chris Carson. They bring in Gerald Everett. You already know Russ loves his tight ends, and then they trade for Gabe Jackson to help protect Russell Wilson. That's showing love where love is needed, and I think the Seahawks could even be a sneaky win the NFC West long shot. Yes, according to FanDuel, their third favored to win the division. I don't get it. I'm kind of scratching my head. If this is a quarterback's league outside of only a few men, and that is an Aaron Rodgers and a Tom Brady, name me a more consistent NFL starter. After I read that key stat to you, nine or more wins in a 16 game season, four and two last year in the division. Matty Staff's got to figure out new chemistry. Jimmy G can't stay healthy. The Cardinals are still figuring out their Austin Powers mojo. That's my pick. Seahawks, 10 wins on the over. If they go 10 and 7, it's a push. I see 11 clear as a SoCal sunny day. Prop shop pick. That's it for the pod. Tom Brady wins the South. The order of the NBA draft goes a little Cunningham, Green, Mobley, Suggs. 
and we end with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll chewing bazooka gum all the way to 11 wins and a cash. And that is the Wednesday Hump Day Pod. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Always big time shout out to the homie Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget to hug your mothers. That's it for me. Ta-ta. Real smooth.